At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Tell me, can you look me in the eyes? Don't be talking to me about Yeah, you don't need to do all three, though. Oh, yeah. There's one guy still not here. I'm just so used to it. Chats with what? You're with the Chats with Cats podcast, of course. You're here with Rick and Dan because Mark still ain't here. <laughs> Pretty much. It's the truth. Actually, Duncan's taking his spot this week. He, oh, look at that. Cat of luxury. I was going to say man of luxury. Is that a word? Is that a saying? It is now. Man of man of luxury. Man of luxury. Other dunky dunk. Yeah. Some luxurious life he leads. Hey, um, I was having a bit of fun with this, so I kept doing it. I've got some more stuff. Oh, talk to me. There's a business owner in Adelaide. <clears throat> Obviously, a fuckwit. He's put a sign on his door to his business saying, if you have been vaccinated for COVID, you are not welcome here. Oh, what a fucking loser. People who have been vaccinated are banned from coming into my shop. How's he going to know? Exactly. So this guy in this article, he's like, oh, I'm not actually ever going to enforce it, but I just don't like there's another Adelaide business, a winery in the hills that have said you can't come here unless you are vaccinated. Is this the one Mark talked about, Bird in Hand? Yeah. Yeah. So this guy just trying to be contrite for a fucking get a headline, has put a sign saying, if you've been vaccinated, don't come in. Frankly, I ain't shopping at your store, buddy. Do you know what, though? It's probably a little to do with the whole OnlyFans thing. Is He probably doesn't really care that much, and it's just to get in the news. Probably, yeah. Good advertisement, but he's probably burnt some people. I would say so. Like, It's not a business that I was going to be ever shopping at anyway. It's like a sign writing business or something. But fuck off, you're a loser. Yeah. It's, it's actually just irresponsible to say, if you've had it, you're not welcome here. Mm. Like, fuck off, mate. But you look at how many, how many people have been fuckheads this entire time. So many. What about the fucking thing over in the bloody old place? Oh, the thing in the old place? Yeah, in Melbourne. You were telling me about it before. Oh, the tradies? Yeah. Yeah, fucking just move on. Like, I... I just don't understand why people just don't get the big picture. You're trying to bring down science that's been fucking looking at viruses for two, three hundred years properly, and all of a sudden you want to be the guy that is right and saying that no, 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 this is you can't have the vaccine. It will fuck you up. It's bad. It's not going to do what it's going to do. Uh, hang on, bro. Did you let actually, me fucking tell you something right now? Okay, I'll, I'll give you some pretty good figures here. Now, this is only going to be out a little bit, but 
This went pretty big in the States after a TikToker went a bit viral with a calculator. She was saying one in eight Americans are going to get COVID, already have, right? That's your chances of catching COVID, one in eight. Your chances of dying from COVID is one in 61 in America. That's right. pretty low. Like it's a pretty high chance of dying. Yeah. If you're double vaccinated, your chance of catching COVID then goes from one in eight to one in 13,500. Oh, wow. Your chance of dying from COVID jumps to one in 84,000. Take those odds. No shit you would. So what the fuck are people complaining about? Oh, mate. And the transmissibility to give it to someone else is between 40 to 60% less. So not only are you definitely making your life, what's the word, more safe. What, what's the word I'd, I'd use there to be smarter than what I just sounded? I'm just enjoying watching your brain yeah, good. tick through this. Oh, just fucking. <clears throat> All right. So people say, oh, yeah, but I'm, I'm vaccinated, am I? But I can still catch it. What does that act like? How does that make any sense? It's like, uh, sorry, mate. Um, you get the flu shot every year. Does that mean that you can't catch the flu? No, no it fucking doesn't. It's it not, just means that you're not going to get as sick from it. Or you're just asymptomatic and show no symptoms. Yeah. But it's the problem is you walk into the room and you've gone, oh, I don't feel bad. I feel fine. But grandma over there, not vaccinated, dead. Yeah, bad. Very bad. People are dumb. All right. Speaking um, of dumb, sorry, I'm, I'm completely hijacking this. Okay, go for it. I've got a friend, a uh, listener to the podcast, but I'm not going to name anyone because I don't want to get him in trouble. But this friend of mine is a paramedic. Very important job, right? Paramedic Rick's friend. Hmm. Okay. All right. Yeah. Take your time. Um, sometimes I'll get a Snapchat from the person and on the screen, so they're in, in an ambulance on a call out to someone, sirens blaring, and then it sprawls over to the screen and one that I saw, actually I'll bring up two. The one that I saw from the weekend was someone was suffering with, what do you think it would be? Uh, spontaneous bilateral pneumothorax. Don't know what that is. That's your sickness, though. I do know that. No, tonsillitis. Someone was suffering with fucking tonsillitis and they've called the ambulance. Like, the problem that they talk about with ramping and ambulances being too busy oh and all that sort God. of stuff, it is not that they don't have the, in my opinion, and actually this is completely not based on anything. Do you but know what? I don't think it's because they don't have the resources because they get called out to Dumb fucking shit all the time. It's because of those stupid hypochondriacs. That's what it is. That's right. (laughs) Another one that I saw, and this was recent as well, was within the last month or so, sore knee. They're on a rush to go and help someone who's got a fucking sore knee. Okay, mate. Put put some ice on it. Have they fallen over in a weird spot? No. Like an older person? No. Yeah, see, that's fucked. And a lot of the time they get called out to stuff that's like that. Because the people, it's not that they're actually in too much pain or anything like that. It's because they get anxious that something else might happen. So they call the ambulance, nah, get me out of here. I don't know what's going to happen. Take me somewhere that I can get help from a doctor. Hang on. I feel like there's a problem here. I feel like the person dispatching the call should be going, hang on a second. No. You're not allowed to. Really? You're not allowed to. If someone says, I need the care of an ambulance and you say no and they die, yeah, then, yeah. then you are... In a lot of trouble. So there needs to be more education around it then. People just – there's ad campaigns on television about it. Mm. 
Don't fucking call the ambulance. It's, don't go to the that's emergency more about department. The e- that's more about the ER than it is ambulances. Yeah, but though. where does an ambulance end up? Yeah, well, the they, ER. don't, they don't take you to a but doctor's people are surgery, dumb. Mate. People don't understand things. Look how dumb I was two minutes ago. Couldn't even say a word. There's way dumber people than me out there. Yeah, shame. It really annoys me anyway. That's anyway. A, yeah, great, great story though, and that does infuriate me a lot, by cool. the way. What doesn't infuriate you? Is this annoying or do you like this? What is this? Oh, oh okay. I've got written down the $91 steak. All right, this leads into the best doctor in town. Okay, so they're two and one of the same story. Sounds like it doesn't. Oh, tell you. All right, tell me. Okay, so very, very first podcast. Remember I said I had this fucking thing all over my head, like an itchy, scratchy thing, and they didn't know what it was, and it would just go away. It it would just go away. They said it was some sort of dermatitis, all right? It's gone away. But what I did notice was I had a rash down the back of my neck. It's still there. It's like... Uh, it's almost like a pigment thing. Doesn't bother me. Not really um, care about it at all. Doesn't. I don't even notice it. But I wanted to speak to this doctor and say, is it something I should be concerned about? Because I've had people say, oh, it could be um, linked to diabetes. It could be um, something more serious. Um, what's it called? The head thing. <laughs> Think they might be right. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Could be a speech problem. <laughs> nah. But anyway, do you remember? Actually, going back to another podcast, I said my work colleague said, I know the best doctor ever. She gives you blood tests, she does all this before she even looks at any problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This is the doctor. So I booked in and I waited three weeks to see her because I thought, on top of just seeing my neck, I'm going to find out if I've got. Any other problems with me? Because I'm going to blood, yeah, all that stuff. I thought, yeah. cool. And I'll, I'll now have a relationship with the best doctor in town. Oh, boy. Booked in at uh, 3.30. I got to the doctor's uh, doctor's area. It's about 15 minutes from work at about 3 o'clock. I'd gone somewhere else. It took way less time than I thought, and I arrived in this area at 3 o'clock. And I thought, I need to... Burn some time here. So I went to the bakery, got a pie, and I thought, I'll buy some dinner for tonight. Went down to the butcher and I walked in and I said, I want to build a barbecue for two people tonight. Just give me some meat ideas. What do you reckon? And the guy was, he must, I think he must have been Italian, but like true Italian with the accent and everything. Yeah. I can't even put it on because I'll fuck that up. But he basically said, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll give it a go. Come on, do it. Hello, man. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, you want to taste the best steak you ever tasted in your life? He sounds Jamaican, actually. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fucking of course I do. What a stupid question. Of course I do. He goes, okay, you try this one. I'm like, okay, what is it? He's like, oh, it's a Wagyu. I was like, oh, no, oh, that sounds good. Yeah, cool. He goes, ah, oh, no seasoning, no salt, no pepper, no oils. Just put it on the frying pan. I'm like, frying pan? Not even barbecue? He's like, frying pan. I'm like, okay. He starts doing this up, the, the paper bag up and weighing it and whatever. And I thought, yeah, good steaks. That's probably going to cost me like 30, 40 bucks. I'll, I'll just see what else is around and maybe build something and have a you know, decent barbie for yeah, like yeah. 50 bucks or I something. I have a couple of wings, a sausage, steak. So I was eyeing off a couple of kebabs and I was like, okay, maybe a couple of them. I was like, so how much are the steaks? He goes, 91 bucks. And I said, excuse me, $91? I said, does it suck my dick for that? Literally said that to him. And he goes, probably. Right? <laughs> he goes, it, but it's worth it. Because it's fucking worth it. And I thought, fuck me. I then got stuck in the, this mind frame of like, I could say no easily right now. I'm not afraid to be that difficult customer. But I was like, if I leave, you wanted, you wanted if I leave without that $91 steak, yeah. 
I'm going to be very upset with myself. So I said, all right, get that, get the skewers and get that. So I walked away spending $100. Hang on. What, the rest of the stuff you bought was only 9 bucks. Well, I bought two kebabs for like $1.50 and then two other oh, things okay. for $1.50. So it was about 100 bucks. Got Left it in my car and I thought, I'm only going to be in the doctor's for half an hour. It'll be fine. <sighs> doctors walked up there at 3.20, no, checked no, in. No, hang on, no, hang on, no, hang on. no, no, no. I'd already done all the name and everything for a new client online, so I didn't have to do that. 4.05 was when she said, called out my name and got me into the office. So I was thinking, fuck, that steak's been in the car for a while. Oh, no. no. Getting, a bit, no. getting a bit sad. Damn. Anyway, it gets worse, right? Sit down and I say to this lady, I'm like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm Dan, by the way. I'm such and such as friend. She said, you're the best doctor in town. Gave her a bit of a wink and said, you know, and she goes, Who? No idea who, who who my friend from work was. No idea. Yeah. I thought, well, that's a fucking great start. She goes, how can I help you? I said, um, oh, I was just going to do the blood test. and What, what blood test? I was like, oh, well, there goes that. I'm not going to go into that at all. I thought, um, she goes, so can I actually help you with something? I was like, oh, okay, well, this is very, very distasteful. I was like, maybe um, just have a look at this rash on my neck. I had this, gave her the backstory, and she goes, yeah, it looks fine. Don't worry about it. It's like, well... Should we go and see a dermatitis, uh, d- dermatologist about it or should I maybe do a skin test? Or No, nah, I wouldn't bother. Just don't worry about it. Do you need a sick, do you need a sick note? <laughs> I was like, um, surely there's something we can – no, just, just don't worry about it. Okay, see you later. I walked out of there, right? I was in there for about six minutes. Oh, no. Not even that. And four minutes was me trying to explain to her who my friend from work was. Wasted time. Went, I'm never going back there again. So worst doctor in Adelaide, not best doctor in Adelaide. Oh. Got the steak home. Now, usually I'd be a bit upset. It, it, I wanted to cook it at room temperature and I got home at about 4.30. Yeah, it was already half cooked in the car. Mm, a little <laughs> bit warm. But I cooked it and it was fucking amazing. It really was fucking amazing. Now, I don't think it was worth $91, but Alison reckons it was. Probably because she didn't pay for it, but <laughs> she wants to go get it again. So if you want a good steak, it was $119 a kilo, by the way. So we must have got close to a kilo of it. And oh, had, that's good. Yeah. But, yeah. I'd, do you I'd, know where it was from? Uh, the butcher at McLaren Vale. No, but do you know where the meat was from? Oh, cow. <laughs> got no idea. <laughs> No, I'm asking because in Millicent they have Mayura Station, which is the home of Australia's best Wagyu steak, and they retail it in shops up here in Adelaide. So I thought maybe it was a steak from down there. Maybe, no, he didn't go into. He he was just shocked that I actually bought it. Like, wow. he, I could. Do you know what they do with um the? I can only speak for this station because I don't know about all Wagyu and shit like that. Yeah, but they feed it confectionery basically. Because that builds up all that fat, that and that like Mars bars helps, and helps stuff. To, yeah, like all that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah and, and that's the thing. I, I've I've got a photo of it. I, it did look like it had a lot of fat in between the actual meat, and that's what he yeah, was saying. That's, that's yeah. yeah. So that's you get wagyu steak, and then it's got a grade score, and the grade score is basically dependent on how much marbling is in there, mm. and the, how fine it is, and how spread. It, I can I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. If you ever go down to the southeast, you've got to go to Mate Euro Station. So that's like it's not the, an ad. That's like but the, you've got to fucking go there. Yeah, I want to now. That's that's interesting. But that's like the uh wine wankery of the meat industry, is it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So you go in there, 
you pay so much money to eat a very small amount of meat, but they tell you the full story about the beef and how it's a thing and all that sort of stuff. Oh, it's so fucking... they give you an emotional uh, emotional connection to it, do they? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. yeah. And then you cry as you eat it because you killed a cow. Oh. Hey, uh, one last thing before we get into our topics is this will be – actually, no, it would have already been the grand final yes. by the time this comes out. So I recall two weeks ago – we all pretty much said we think Melbourne's going to win. Has anything changed? And what do you think happened yesterday? Because this will be Sunday night. Okay. So 24 hours ago, I really want to change it to the Bulldogs. I really, really do. However, I'm not invested in this at all in any way. Not emotionally. Don't really care. Whatever. But I have been seeing way more of the Bulldogs in the media, on the news, all that sort of shit. And that just leads me to think that the Bulldogs are going to win because they're in my brain. I haven't been seeing much about Melbourne. I really would have thought the first time they've even been in a grand final since, what do we say, late 90s? Uh, 2000. I really just would have thought that there would have been a little bit more fanfare, a little bit more hoo-ha going on about them in the media. But all I've seen is the Bulldogs. Yeah, well, you've had Bont in the Brownlow, who almost won it. So yeah. there's a bit of lead up with that. But I agree with you. I think... I've got a feeling the Bulldogs are going to win. If they come out and do what they did with Port, Melbourne might be doing a bit of what the Crows did in 2017, a bit laxed or a bit exhausted from the lead up and whatever. They've travelled. They've shown that they can do it under any conditions. So, I don't know. Well, having said all of that, I still reckon Melbourne. I'm going to go Melbourne by 22. Sorry, Melbourne have won by 22 last night. Oh, I'm going to say the Bulldogs got off to a good start. Held it, and it zigzagged all the way to the end for a. I'm going to say a nine point Bulldogs win. Oof. Mm. Well, let's see. Well, we'll, we'll see when. They're good margins, though. I like that. Yeah, I reckon one of us will probably not even be right. All right, tell us your king size bed problems. Okay, king size bed. It sounds great in theory. Big bed. You got lots of space. No dramas. And it's you know. If you're sleeping in it on your own, it's fucking great. If you're sleeping in there with another person, it's still pretty good. Better than a queen or better than a double. But what you don't really ever give credit for is that you've got to change the fucking sheets on the thing. Oh, my God, man. So last night I was cooking dinner. We had a long day. Got home and Rachel comes stomping down the fucking hallway while I'm in the middle of cooking. Getting food ready for her and her mum was around and... Boys had just gone down to bed and she's like, oh, I've got to bloody make the bed now and this and that. And she's like, can you come and help me? And I was like, oh, like I'm in the middle of something here, but yeah, okay, whatever. I could tell she was getting agitated. She's like, I fucking got to... It's understandable. She's like, it's hard and it's like, it's difficult. And I was like, fucking hell. All right. So not only have we got a king-size bed, but someone recommended to her that you must buy an oversized quilt cover. So we've got a king-size bed with a super king-size quilt, right? So, and all the bedding is like king-size fitted sheet, super king quilt. So, the super king quilt is also fucking great in theory because you never have to worry about, you know, wrestling. And running out of blanket. Bits of blanket and stuff. Yeah. Great in theory. Have you ever tried to fucking change yes. one of those things? Yes, and this is, I've been waiting patiently to fucking tell you. Alison and I have, okay, 
she bought these off Wish, but they were meant to be 55,000 thread count, like the best okay. of the best, right? So, so it, they're made out of straw. Yeah, basically. <laughs> they actually are pretty nice, but the blanket – no, the sh- the blanket and the blanket cover – Were you telling yourself to be quiet then? Yeah. The blanket well, and the shh. <laughs> yeah, I was fed up with myself. <laughs> they have like an anti-gripness to them, right? So like once they're on properly – Fantastic. There's no – the blanket on the inside never goes oh, off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's great. It's yeah. great. But getting it in is fucked. Like yesterday we actually washed it and we both had to mentally prepare for what we were up against. We we sat down. I started stretching before I went in there to go and change <laughs> it. I'm not jo- – this is not a joke. I, I was like actually doing the arm things. I was like, oh, this is going to be fucked. And she's like, I know. We did a warm-up before we both changed the king – Size quilt blanket thing together. Oh, my it's God. It's a fucking nightmare. Because with a queen or a double or whatever, you can flick it into place and it just happens. But with this thing, you need like a inflatable floppy man to have it going like this the whole time. It's so hard. Wow. It's, it is impossible. It's fucked. It's not you know, even worth having the bed. I reckon doing it semi-sober, not too bad. Could you imagine doing that if you were fucking pissed or saying like you'd get lost you yeah. just get lost in there yeah and i'll be like this is where i'm sleeping leave me alone turn the lights out good night no you'd wake up in the morning right inside the fucking thing yeah and it would be zipped up and it'd just be a clump of blanket in the middle and then just <laughs> floppy sheet everywhere else they're fucking nightmares oh god that's why i think if you really want to you know swing your dick around and say hey fucking look at me i bought a king size bed i've made it you probably want to make sure that you've got like a maid or something that comes around and mm-hmm. does that shit for you because it's just annoying. And then the bit where you want to just get into bed and enjoy the fact that you've got new sheets and stuff like that, do you know what? Having new sheets on a bed used to be one of my fucking absolute ultimate things in life. Yeah, I still remember your Facebook post. From it. I was just going to yeah. say, you remember yeah. my Facebook you, post? Yeah, about squirming in the bed. Oh, like a, you just, it's like a fun, like a little, oh, yes, this is so <laughs> good. Oh, a new sheet. I can feel it. I can feel the feeling. Yeah. yeah. It's got I a, don't get that feeling it's got anymore. Like a, it's got like a magical electric feeling about it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, you get in and you can, oh, you smell the thing. It's like, mmm, <laughs> that smells great like I've just washed. Ooh, fresh sheets. And then you get in and it's all like, Oh, yeah, this is so good. <laughs> Do you need a moment? Do you oh. want to leave? I'll leave the All room. All these memories are coming back. But then I get into the bed last night and I'm like, fucking, sh- this is bullshit. Yeah. It was so hard to change and I'm just begrudged yeah, you resent by it. the whole thing. The other thing is, though, Super King quilt is fucking heavy. Yeah. So you're laying there, right? And I just want to pull the blanket up. But because it's so big, it flops right over the end of the bed to the floor. So you've got the resistance. And, you, and you're pulling it up and it's like, and then you finally get it there and then you're just like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. fucking so exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> this like, stupid fucking quilt sheet set fucking thing, I'm you know, fucking exhausted by it. I'm pretty sure one of the main reasons we have trouble. Now, this doesn't exclude everything we've talked about. King-size beds and they're... Change, the changing of are fucked, right? But I'm pretty sure the cover is 10 centimetres shorter than the quilt. Like I'm, I'm sure of it in there. Oh, in yours? In the blanket, yeah. So no matter how well you put the corners to the corners and flippity-floppity it around, right, it never gets perfect. And she can just go to sleep with that. She doesn't care. But for me... Oh, you got, you got yeah, OCD. I, 
Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. That too, but I try and pull it up over my shoulder, and instead of having just a little lip of blanket, like, oh, hello, 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 it's like a nice little, you know, <laughs> I know you're there. I feel like I've got a lard piece of fucking beef on my shoulder. It's like a big rounded off fucking thick blanket. It doesn't oh. sit properly. I I refuse to sleep in there when I've got that bit on that side of my bed. I won't do it. It ruins my sleep. Yeah. Very uncomfortable. All right, let's move on. Okay. I wanted to talk to you about there's certain people that I, I thought this was about me just before you start. No, you're good. Oh, okay. No, you're really good. Because oh. you'd put a whole bunch of stuff in the thing and I was busy and I hadn't written back to any of it. And I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. He fucking, <laughs> this is about Rick. No, you and Mark are great. Actually, most people I deal with now are great. Yep. What really, it doesn't even annoy me really because I understand people get busy. But if I text someone and they don't reply within an hour, I think hmm, they're having a busy day. Or they've looked at it quickly, which I do sometimes. Go, oh fuck, I'll get back to that. And then two or three hours later, I'm like, I'm going to catch up on those messages that I was look, looking at. Yeah. Now I'll look at them if they're an emergency or really important. I'll respond to them, but usually I'm in the middle of something. Yeah. But there's people that doesn't matter if it's a Monday night, Tuesday during the day, Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, or a fucking weekend night. They take twelve to twenty four hours to reply every fucking single time, which is a miracle in itself. Because either means. One, they're not like every person in the world that has a fucking phone <laughs> attached to their hand. Or two, they have the memory of an elephant to go, hang on a second, I'll get back to that. And they've gone, okay, that guy replied on Friday at 3.30, Saturday at 10.30. All right, got to reply to them all now. And they've remembered them. Impossible. How do they do it? Do you know the quintessential part of being a human being in today's society especially I think if you're a parent, is when you go to the toilet to do a poo, mm. that is the chance you've got to play the games on your phone, catch up on your messages, read a little bit of news, scroll through Instagram, and uh, I, don't, I don't know the numbers here, so I'm just going to throw some at you, right? And sorry if I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. You're already wrong, but go. 
takes me three minutes to do a poo, probably. I don't know. Is that too much? I don't know. Three minutes? Probably. Three minutes. You? Three? It depends on what I've eaten. Two minutes? You've got a very loose bum hole. So just call it two or three minutes to do a poo. 20 minutes in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Get everything done that you need. So this person is either taking very few poos, probably need to get that checked. Because so- if you are fucking going to the toilet and taking a thunder shit and getting out of there within 40 seconds, that's a problem. <laughs> and if that's only happening like once every day, bad. So you're saying that I'm relying on people to poo to get a response? Sometimes. See, especially people with kids. But don't you think, like, at very least, so here's my point, right? But, uh, yeah, This person that doesn't get back to you within 24 hours, what the fuck is your excuse? Everyone goes to the toilet, they take their phone, and they do things on it. So why are they not messaging you back then? Do you, do you know what I think it is? I think they get into a rhythm of checking messages when they're busy, like way too busy to even check. I get notifications and I'm like, way too busy to even check right now. Like there's levels of busy in checking. They check everything and forget and then they go through their messages and go, fuck, it's been two days, I've got to reply to that guy. Oh, shit, sorry, man, I've totally missed this message. I think they're those people. Bad. But, yeah, I've, these people have been people who've not had kids and then have had now had kids. So I can't. And they've always been like that? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that's a wowie wooa. Wowie wowie. Yeah. So anyway, look, I just want to Do you want to name and shame anyone? Cameron Mitchell. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's bad. Is he? Yeah, pretty bad. I um, sent Cameron something the other day and he responded very quickly. Oh, I mustn't. He must like you better than me. <laughs> that's not hard. Yeah. But yeah, um, he's one. Who's another? What do you send him? Just annoying stuff. Like, can you be? My friend? Oh, it, what, nothing ever, ever important. It's always like reminiscing on something. Not, oh, you remember when we yeah. did that? And then he's like, not, re- not, not great 12, stuff. Twelve but, years later. Yeah. Well, but yeah, off the top of my head, now he's probably not one that's severe. But he just, just one that happened on the weekend. But I did send it to him on a Saturday night, so he wouldn't have cared anyway. So mm, fair enough. But yeah, all right. Well, let's play a little bit of something. Do it. Do you want to go first? Yeah, right. Get ready. Open to interpretation. Okay, here we go. Name three times it's suitable to blow on your partner. When she's burnt herself, when she's got hair in her eye, and when she... Hey, great job on not taking that straight to the gutter. I thought you were going to stumble on the, oh, fuck. I didn't even think about that. Oh. You know what? Maybe I've got a good heart after all. Very good. Well done. But you got it wrong. Yeah, I did. Next. Okay. Name three reasons that you could get kicked out of a gym. Uh, not wearing shorts over your skins, farting on the treadmill, and not wearing a mask. Yeah, yeah, I like it. COVID times. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Name three characters from the TV show Family Guy. Peter Griffin, uh, Chris Griffin, and Brian. Great job. Yeah, I thought I was going to struggle there. I took a little bit of a hoo-ha breath. Straight away you got Peter Griffin, though. I was very impressed. I Mm. thought, fuck, I thought if you didn't get one, I thought if you didn't get one straight away, you were no chance. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because I I almost, to be honest with you, I almost thought about writing that same thing for you tonight. Really? Yeah, and I thought it's too easy because we've been talking about it a bit lately. Who? 
I haven't uh, spoken to you about Family Guy ever. I must have had a conversation <laughs> with myself. All right. All right. Uh, you. Me. <laughs> Name three ways to lose your license. Drink driving, speeding, and on your mobile phone. Yeah, I'll give that to you. Yeah. It's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to you because it's correct. All right. Name three items of clothing that shouldn't be worn together. Oh. Like, how? Old jeans and sneakers. Yeah, that's, so I have to list six things in five seconds. Oh, you didn't even list one. Yeah, because you I just saw did the a big question. sigh. You're like, <laughs> <sighs> I should have just said stockings, umbrella, fingernails. <laughs> fingernails is not an item of clothing, mate. Yes, it is. Do I have one more? Or is that it? Um, I don't think you deserve another one. <laughs> that's a fucking dodged question that is. But you know what? That's that's my payback for Rocket for Mark, isn't it? Well, what about the one for me? Anyway, yeah. No. Name three famous cartoon TV shows. Family Guy, Simpsons, and, oh no, Rugrats. Oh, well done. See, I thought you were going to fuck up on that. I thought you'd get like two and then just die. Oh, I nearly did. Fuck. It's hard, know. isn't it? No, I was, when I was looking for these today, I was looking up classic TV shows. I was just trying to find like, what are the TV shows that... You've looked, or you you used to always watch that have just disappeared. MacGyver, everyone loves Raymond. Um, How I Met Your Mother. I don't watch that, but I'm just thinking of random ones that have come and gone. What about um, the first one that came up, which would have been my pick anyway, but it blew me away that when I did the search, it it came up because all I searched were uh, was not were um, forgotten TV shows or something like that. Alex Mack. Do you remember Alex Mack? I do, actually. I had a crush on her. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate. I, as a young boy... We would have been 13. Let me tell you, Mm. Alex Mack was my jam. She turned herself into a puddle and I went to water. What? Don't you know that saying? Well, do now. Went to water. It's like, oh, you just lost it. Oh, really? Fuck. I love Alex Mack. I wonder what she's doing now. I also wonder what she's doing now. What would you do... If a famous, so she was famous in the at the time. Mm-hmm. Let's assume she made a poultice of money, and she's fucking rich as fuck, but isn't so good looking now. What would she do if she came up to you and said, "Hey, Dan, let's be together"? I would. Honestly, you would be set for life. I would say, nah. I really like Alison. She annoys me sometimes, but way less than you probably will. So I'm going to stay with her. Oh, okay, that's fair enough. Jesus. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a bit of a loyal, loyal fella. That's good. Well, mate, you got a good one, so hang, All right. on, hang on to it. I will. I will. She is nice. Um, what are we up to here? Oh, yes. Okay, another sad topic, but this is going to be very brief. So I just wanted to mention this. How many people do you think a year commit suicide via trains in Australia? In trains? Or no. jumping onto in front of the train? In, in front of trains. Holy fuck. I don't know. Where the fuck did this come from? Just a sad stat that I heard. <clears throat> um, in Australia. There's a lot of trains in Australia. Australia's a big country mm. and we freight stuff on trains all over the place. Now, you're just talking about human lives here, I'm assuming, mm. because there would be fucking cows all over the place getting bang, yeah. dead. All right. Humans, I'm going to say 100 in a year. 
It's one a day. What? One a day. And I think, well, I'm making the set up, but it was high. It was like 70s male. Excuse me. 70 year old. 70%. Oh, 70%. Yeah, or higher males, which is very sad. So we need to push the point that, guys, if you're struggling, fucking talk to someone about it. Like, actually, there's so many places that you can reach out to because that's no good. We don't want that number. Bring that down to zero a year. Yeah. That's intense, isn't it? Like, it's, it's too much. Like, could that, you imagine ever being at that point where you think the no, best thing for me to do now is to all. jump in front of a fast train? Like, at my lowest, what I've thought about doing is going to bed. That's it. And waking up, and I always feel better. But I've never, ever thought about taking my life. Or, yeah, it's scary to think, isn't it? You know what I mean? And I'm so grateful I've never got to that point. But, like... There's been points in my life, and this is another thing that guys need to know about. It's like there's things that I've not wanted to talk about, but once I have, I've thought, why the fuck didn't I talk about that earlier? Yeah. I feel so much better now about it. Like, And it could be something you're embarrassed about, you're ashamed about, like um, something that you think is going to contradict something else, and it usually never does. Usually the outcome in your head that you're bottling up is so much worse than what actually happens when you talk to someone about it. So, Yeah. Just an important message. I think everyone should reach out and call Lifeline or Life Support. I know there's a few of them out there, but mm. even just friends. I mean, do you know conversation and the art of conversation is about people? You you bring a topic to a conversation. It's no different to this podcast, right? Yeah. We'll bring up a topic and then we'll share our thoughts, feelings, and ideas about that topic, right? Yeah. It's no different. If you've got a problem in your life that you're struggling with that you think can't get through this, no one will understand. Bullshit. People understand. Yeah, absolutely. I could tell you about something that I'm struggling with and I will absolutely no doubt that you will have an example of how you had the same thing happen to you. Or something similar. Or something similar. And Mm. all of a sudden, I go from feeling isolated, thinking that no one understands, to going, oh, fuck, actually, you know, this is something that you've experienced or someone else has experienced and it's just, you know, you, if you feel like other people have carried the same weight, it feels so much better. The other thing is as well, like, have, have you ever had, and this isn't necessarily with something, you know, that has been a mental health problem, but things that you might have felt helpless with, whether it's trying to get something done in the house or maybe a problem, and you just mention it to someone thinking that they're not going to be able to help you at all and all of a sudden they go, oh, I actually know a guy that does that sort of thing. Oh, and they, they can help get your, your problem fixed. Yeah. All oh, the time. Oh, actually, why don't you try that place down the road? They've got that. Do they? Never knew that. Other people have so much more information than you think they do. And you just never know what vices and help they can give you without fucking opening your mouth. So worst thing you can do is stay silent. That's yeah, for sure. Do you know as well, I, I put this as – this is a while ago actually <clears throat> and we never brought it up. Yeah. I put this as a topic in our thing. A l- there's a lot of stuff that can be fixed and helped with mindset and a lot of these things I feel that get people bogged down and depressed and feeling really upset about things, you just get s- so stuck in the s- small minutia of mm. stuff and you you just can't see past it. And I've been guilty of that in the last 12 months with stuff with the house. Mm. Something will blow out 
by cost and all of a sudden I'm thinking, fuck, now we can't even afford to do this whole thing. Mm. But it's it's just looking past this, you know, two-week period where you think, far out, we're going to struggle here and realising, oh, yeah, but you're going to make more money mm. and you've got, you know, this coming down the line and this is going to happen and it always seems to – and I know it doesn't always work out for everyone. I'm not, not trying to um, diminish things here. But it's just looking past it and then – realizing that it's going to be okay and it's crazy the difference that mindset yep. if, if you think this is the worst thing that could happen to me then your headspace is automatically going to go real bad negative if you think oh look this is not great but i'll get past it then you're thinking about creative ways that you can solve it and move on and it's wild the yeah. difference that your mind, your headspace can make. And the biggest problem with that is usually people that are going through a problem for the first time don't have those tools to put into their brain to utilise what you just did. Yeah. And that's the problem is especially if you're young, just know that if you think something's impossible, you'll get through it and then the next time it happens to you, you'll know how to deal with it a little bit better and a bit better, whether it's a breakup or something to do with work or whatever it is. But, yeah. Crazy. Uh, all right. Now, um, another thing I find very, very weird is, okay, how many apps do you think you download a month? Uh, new apps, not that many, but... Well, let's say a year. Would you say 10, 20? Yeah, 10. Call it 10. I reckon you do 20. <laughs> There'd be games and stuff you'd download, surely. Anyway, does it, it's, it's irrelevant. <clears throat> how many times have you sat down and read the terms and conditions of an app? Uh, this is funny, actually. There was once where I thought, I really should read this, and I reckon I got to the first point, which was like privacy or something, and I was just like, fuck this. This yeah. is so much. There's so much here. Yeah, and it's fucking tiny, fine print bullshit. Yeah. What gets me right, and I'm not too sure how this all works, so I might sound a little bit fucking ignorant to all this, but I know a lot of people out there that are like, oh, don't go on the internet without a VPN. You don't want people stealing your numbers and knowing what you're doing and you know knowing what you've searched up and hacking your shit. But no one, none of them, I know for a fact, none of them read terms and conditions, which basically say this gives us access to this and this and this on yeah, your phone. Yeah. So for me, that is like someone in layman's terms is is I'm going to post a seek uh, a secret post, so it might be a nude, right, onto my Facebook under private, so only I can see it. But on Instagram, I'm just going to post it. It's the same thing. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Do you know it's funny that you bring this up? Recently, there's been changes to the privacy laws and data sharing mm. where a lot, lot of the times people say, oh, Google's listening to me or Siri's listening to me. They're not. But they do collect a fuckload of the data in terms of pages that you browse, things that you search, and it's not just on this device, that device. It's all your accounts are pretty much linked You've got a Google account, you've got a Facebook account. All of that shit goes together. So you Google something and then all of a sudden on Facebook, the ads start popping up for it. Yep. So recently they changed the laws saying you can't, businesses can't share that data anymore. However, they can if you want them to. So all all that it's changed is they put this thing up saying, "Would you, do you care if we share your data? And in some some cases, you can't actually get past their firewall thing without saying yes yeah so you're just saying all right there's all these laws now that come into place to protect your data if i want to use your product but if you want to use this you just have to let us do what we always have done yeah but do you know what as soon as that started and i think i'm deep in the fucking rabbit hole now but as soon as it started i started getting fed ads for 
random as fuck shit that I don't care at all about. Like what? Give me an example. Oh, like old people medicine. Oh, fucking hell. Like you'd hip replacements and shit. Yeah, okay. It's like, I don't fucking need to know about this stuff. Mm. It's kind of nice to get fed. If you're going to get fed ads, it's kind of nice to get fed ads yeah. that you actually care about. Because it's the thing. It's it's almost going back to the thing. Someone else has got information on something that you might benefit from. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, I haven't had, I'm thinking about buying a new pair of running shorts. I don't have a lot of time to go and search for it, but there's one five-second window that I've looked at it at work and then forgotten about it, and then on my thing, it's coming up with, oh, these are good and these are good, and I'm just thinking, that's a better place for me to be yep. than looking at, oh, do you want to get your hip replaced? Have you got your fucking dick pills this month? Do you need a special wallet for your medication? Do you think you, think you ever need <laughs> dick pills or not? Me? Yeah. Oh, one day probably. Oh. I don't know. You've got to use your dick to need dick pills. but um, Very funny. Do you know what's... Creepy? What? You don't know much about this. We were talking about just briefly before. Have you ever heard of a debutante ball? No. No, I was asking you this. All right. Tell me. Debutante ball. I remember, and I remember watching this video as a kid a few times. In the Civic and Arts Centre in Millicent, they used to host these debutante balls. And it's basically, it's... Is this like a ballroom dancing thing? It's no, not really. It's, but is it a dancing dance, thing? Yeah. Okay, I thought you were talking about a debutante ball, as in a football or something. Like a debutante <laughs> got given a ball. So no, I no, 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 no. Okay, wow. All right, so debutante balls, really old school type thing, where basically the parents dress up their kids and they get presented to the public. Mm-hmm. Now this stuff still goes on in America, not so much probably over here. I've I haven't heard of it since the one that my sister was in when she would have been five years old. Yeah. Right. right? But it's creepy, this shit. If you think about the way that people used to act in the old days when, you know, women's rights weren't the same as they are now and all that sort of stuff, debutante balls were designed for people with girls as children from not-so-affluent families to present their daughters to people from affluent families to marry them off into a rich family. Wow. How fucking creepy that is. Yeah, and often the guy was going to be older, like way older. Yeah, well, sometimes. Mm. But recently I watched the second Borat film over the weekend and he goes to a deb- debutante ball in America. They're still doing it, but it's for really? like older girls and they're just trying to hook them up with blokes and marry them off basically. It's like, hang on, in the current society where it's like women's rights, women's liberation, all this sort of stuff, is it not your choice to was this, was this find Texas? your own? I think something like that. Yeah, it had to have been. Yeah. Is it not your choice to find your own husband? Yeah, oh, not anymore. Oh, not fuck. in Texas. Oh, they move on. It's so creepy. That is creepy. You know, actually, going back, um, that just reminded me. You know that when photographs first came out, it was well, first were being taken. It was not uncommon, or it's actually very common, to take photos of your deceased people. So, like, if your dad died. You and your sisters and whatever would get a photo of your dead dad in the photo, and that was the main photo. That's when m- most people had their photo taken. That was their profile pic. Yeah, <laughs> that was their profile pic. That was like the, the thing that photos were mainly used for at the beginning. Creepy. That's creepy. It's so fuck. weird. All right. Well, I think we've smashed the time tonight, but Mark should be back surely. Where are you, Mark? Don't know. I've I've got a two to one odds that he's back next week. All right. He'll be back. 
Don't uh, forget to like and subscribe to us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, The Talk. We're not on Facebook. Why do you keep saying that? I don't know. It's in my brain. Yeah, okay. It's not anymore. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Listen to the ads. The wads. See you guys. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.